Ola Mead, Ola Nine. I'm Jason Wang. And Ola, this past week was a big week for Thunderbirds football. The T-Birds in Saskatoon battling the Huskies in Week 7 action. And the T-Birds coming away with their fifth win, narrowly edging out the Huskies 41-36. to And this was a high-scoring affair. Uh, in particular, uh, quarterback Michael O'Connor for the Thunderbirds uh, had a probably one of his best games all season. Uh, 446, 449 total, total yards passing, completing 20 passes on 31 throws, uh, scoring three touchdowns with his passing, and a solid performance also from uh, the receivers that he threw to uh, Ben Cummings. Uh, leading the T-Birds receiving core 124 yards on three catches. Also, Bill Watson catching six passes from O'Connor for 108 yards. Uh, Cummings scored one of the passing touchdowns as well. So uh, Thunderbirds come back home next week to round out their conference play. It'll be a tiebreak game against the Manitoba Bisons, the team they're tied for second place in the conference with. This game will decide which team will be the home team in the conference quarterfinals. I uh, will also uh, point out uh, that for the T-Birds, uh, this will be probably their most successful uh, conference season record, regardless of uh, Saturday's results against Manitoba. Five wins is already the highest it's been uh, this decade for the Thunderbirds football program, and one more win will earn them home field advantage in the conference quarterfinal game to be scheduled uh, next week, either Friday or Saturday, and it will be indeed a rematch uh, against the Manitoba Bisons. Uh, just a matter of which team will be home and which team will be away. And uh, Ola, what was your impression so far of watching the Thunderbirds team uh, playing at home this so far this season? Did you think they really uh, were that strong to really compete for a home field uh, to start the quarterfinals? Well, I think the uh, UBC football team has done considerably well compared to like their previous seasons. Uh, I haven't really watched them the years before, uh, 2013, but uh, their conference record was never as good as 5-2, five, five, um, especially against all the big teams like uh, Calgary. I mean, they lost against Calgary, but they still had like they still held their ground against the Saskatoon Huskies and the Manitoba Bisons. And uh, you know Alberta, so like that—that's that, something to be kind of proud of. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, Thunderbirds team uh, heading into Week Eight battle the Manitoba Bisons on Halloween afternoon Saturday. That uh, will be a, a earlier start time because of the holiday occasion. Uh, kickoff at one o'clock at Thunderbirds Stadium. Uh, we'll also look uh, at the Week Seven result from Manitoba. Uh, the Bisons coming off of their Week 7 win against the Alberta Golden Bears, defeating uh, University of Alberta 29-7. So both teams coming off very important wins in Week 7 and should make for an extremely intense uh, battle to determine home field advantage for the conference quarterfinals. So that's our first uh, segment updating uh, UBC Thunderbirds varsity football. On the other side of this break, we'll come back with updates from UBC Thunderbirds Varsity Soccer as they head into the playoff drive as well, and also updating uh, the women's and men's ice hockey here on the UBC campus. Stay tuned. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on 101.9 FM.
the Interdisciplinary Discussion Forum, sponsored by the Research Commons at Kerner Library. Visit bit.ly slash firetalk for more information. The AMS Sexual Assault Support Centre, the SASC, is a free and confidential service which provides support to those who have experienced sexual assault, intimate partner violence and harassment. We provide services to folks of all genders, including students, staff, faculty and those who have a connection to the UBC Vancouver campus. We provide crisis and short-term emotional support, legal, medical and campus-related advocacy and outreach and educational programs. We are located in the Student Nest, room 3127. For more information on our hours of operation and other resources and services, please go to our website, amssask.ca, or visit our Facebook page, AMS Sexual Assault Support Center. Back here at CITR Studio A as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics and looking at Thunderbirds Varsity Soccer. Uh, Ola, this past week for Thunderbirds women's team, uh, this past week they finished out their conference play and finished as the West Division leader following a scoreless nil-nil draw against Trinity Western. Yeah, um, the... They had a, okay, so the men's soccer team, uh, their 2015-2016 record has been pretty great. They've had an unbeaten uh, conference record, uh, 10-0-2. Uh, and then they faced off against Trinity Western on uh, Friday, October 23rd, uh, and they beat them 4-0. And uh, then faced off against uh, Fraser Valley on Saturday uh, with a tie of 2 one one. Uh, the Spartans game uh, against the UBC Thunderbirds was a, uh, Quite an upset because uh, Trinity Western is a big Canada West contender. Uh, their soccer program is uh, probably third in the Canada West right now. Uh, and then the the scorers were uh, usual suspects. Uh, we had Gagan Dassange. Uh, he scored two goals, and uh, one was assisted by Tituan Chopin. And uh, Tituan Chopin scored a goal in the 56th minute, and Nike Azuma scored. Uh, in the 66th minute, uh, the the team statistics were uh, obviously very very uh, on the same level um, because both teams are very very strong on attacking and uh, aggressive play. Uh, TW uh, you uh, made had to make more saves because they're obviously being more attacked by the UBC attack. The UBC attack made. Nine shots in the first half and uh, nine shots in the second half with uh, 18 shots on goal the entire game and uh, 12 on target while the TWU team didn't fare as well as they played as they uh, scored only they didn't score any goal but they uh, had four shots on goal and one on target uh, the T-Birds had 
almost the same corner kicks as TWU. Uh, they had uh, six six uh, corner kicks altogether, and TWU had four corner kicks. And uh, the TWU uh, goalkeeper had to make by far more saves. Uh, he they, he made eight saves in, in the entire game. All the T-Birds, uh, Chad Bush had to make only one. Uh, the second game on the second day against uh, the aptly named Bird Killers, uh, K- the Cascades from the uh, University of Fraser Valley, uh, ended up in a tie, just like their uh, female counterparts uh, early in the season. Uh, the first goal came from uh, Lucas Reese, um, T-Bird uh, attacker, and uh, the second goal came in the 89-minute, last-minute uh, goal by Dylan McCrindle. Uh, and uh, UBC outshot... UFV um, 13 shots on goal as compared to UFV 6 shots on goal. Uh, and UFV had to obviously uh, play uh, harder with their saves, especially uh, with three saves, and uh, UBC had one save. And uh, with corner kicks, the UBC attackers had eight corner kicks altogether as compared to UFV's one. Uh, and now we move on to uh, women's soccer. Uh, the women's soccer team has a similar uh, conference record to the men's. Uh, they lost only one game. Um, and then they have a conference record of 11-1-2. Uh, the first game on Friday, October 23rd, was uh, against the University of Fraser Valley Cascades, in which the T-Birds had their revenge against them from their uh, loss, their only loss of the season. Um the uh, University of British Columbia faced off against Fraser Valley at the Thunderbird Stadium and defeated them 2-1. Uh, and uh, the, the first goal was called, scored by Amri Barar in the 56th minute, and the second was scored by attacker and uh, one of the top scorers of the Canada West right now, Jasmine Danda, uh, and assisted by Taylor Shanik, who has one of the most assists of the season uh, in the 62nd minute. And uh, Monica Lavarsky, uh the, very notorious for uh, her scoring of goals in the Thunderbird half, uh, especially in the last game, uh, scored in the 66th minute, assisted by Amanda Carruthers. Um, and the UBC had UBC had by far more uh, shots on goal, 13, uh, and then eight on target, and UFV had four. And uh, UFV had to save more with uh, six saves altogether, and UBC had zero. And UBC and UFV were almost very close uh, in terms of corner kicks with six from UBC and five from UFV. And then the next game uh, happened on Saturday, October 24th against the Trinity Western Spartans. Uh, The Trinity Western Spartans played big. They uh, were, but they were almost doubled in their score with with, uh, UBC. But in the end, UBC and Spartans were tied at the end. Uh, the T-Birds had by far more opportunities, uh, eight shots on goal as compared to uh, Trinity Western's four, and they uh, made uh, they had they both had equal amount of corner kicks, five five, and uh, Trinity Western had to make less saves with one, and UBC had to make two, uh, and uh, both teams will be heading off into the playoffs uh, for their respective. Uh, groups uh, and uh, I think the, I believe the playoff games would be on Friday and tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. So that we'll see on the women's matchup: the Thunderbirds battling the Thompson Rivers Wolf Pack, the fourth place team out of the East Division. Or pardon me, the uh, the crossover rules are all different. Men's and women's uh, 
in the women's side, there is no crossover. They will just play their divisional rivals. So it will be the uh, number one seed UBC versus the number six seed Thompson Rivers. And that's the slated for a 5.30 kickoff tomorrow afternoon at Thunderbird Stadium for the West Region quarterfinal. And then the men's quarterfinal series is a crossover series that sees the Thunderbirds as the Pacific Division leader uh, battle the Saskatchewan Huskies, fourth place team out of the Prairie Division. And these two teams have not played this so far this conference season, but uh, UBC, needless to say, is the heavy favorite as the only undefeated team in conference play all year. And uh, the team with an astoundingly tight defense, uh, five goals against in 12 matches overall this season, by far the fewest by a margin of 12 goals to the next best team. Yeah, and even uh, the women's team is doing uh, spectacular. I mean, they're going to face off against Thompson Rivers, which they beat um, at uh, different points during the season already. And they have one of the highest uh, season records um, that I've seen like in my time at UBC. And that is something to be proud of uh, with only one loss, and they uh, won in the rematch. So I think uh, they're also going to be uh, heavy very, very heavy favorites in the quarterfinals coming up. Yeah, uh, and of course this women's uh, soccer team will uh, carry on their playoff drive to host the CIS National Championship in two weeks' time, uh, the second weekend in November. Uh, They will have the uh, berth as the tournament host no matter what qualification they have, uh, ending the conference conference playoffs, but I think Suffice to say, they have earned their birth by merit and not just by hosting alone. Yeah, uh, early in the season, uh, for the season primer that I wrote, um, uh, I quoted uh, the coach, uh, Marisa Kovacs, the head coach, Marisa Kovacs, and she said that she didn't just want to uh, just like just get in. She wanted to uh, earn her, her spot in the CIS. So uh, they've, we've seen that they've did, done that this season, so... Uh, Hopefully they can follow through and uh, maybe clinch the CIS. So that's our update of Thunderbirds women's soccer. We'll move on to Thunderbirds varsity ice hockey this past week. The Thunderbirds women's team, uh, first of all, on uh, on uh, uh, October this past week, uh, battled in a two-game series against the um, Manitoba Bisons and the T-Birds women's team uh, coming away with a uh, split result. Uh, first, a uh, two to one victory over the Bisons on home ice. Uh, we saw in that game uh, uh, Samantha Langford posting 16 saves against the Bisons to preserve the victory. And in the Saturday rematch, the Bisons came back to split the two game series, beating UBC four to one. And the Thunderbirds women's hockey team uh, uh, off to their next matchup uh, on the road as they battle the Regina Cougars up next uh, so far in conference play. Uh, Yeah, and the men's uh, seem to fare almost the same as the the women's. They won their first game 4-2 and they lost uh, 2-3 in their next game uh, against Manitoba Bison on Saturday and Sunday. So... uh, uh, Manitoba is a strong team, and uh, they seem to have like bounced back on both days, uh, which is good to see. Uh, but the T-Birds are going to have to like 
uh, pull together for their next few games against the bigger teams. Yeah, of note, the uh, Saturday second game of that series uh, that saw the uh, Bisons beat the Thunderbirds in double overtime. This game was hosted by University of Manitoba. Uh, the Thunderbirds are still actually uh, undefeated in regulation time. Both of their defeats have happened in overtime or shootouts. So Thunderbirds have posted four wins in their six games so far as they head into week four action back on home ice at Thunderbird Arena. And tomorrow we'll bring you the live broadcast on CanadaWest.tv internet streaming as they battle the Regina Cougars, the last place team so far in conference play. The Cougars enter with only one win in six games. And face off tomorrow between the Cougars and the Thunderbirds at 7 o'clock at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbirds Sports Center. So that's our update of Thunderbirds varsity soccer and hockey. In this segment, we'll come back on the other side with updates from varsity volleyball, basketball, and other sports here on Thunderbird Eye. UBC SOS, also known as Students Offering Support, offers Exam A tutorial sessions to all UBC students. All proceeds go towards funding development projects in Latin American countries. Find out when our next tutorial sessions are at ubcsos.com or check out our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash ubcsos. When was the last time you had fun? Are you getting fat? Do you have any friends? Well, you can solve all of your problems with a little wreck or a big wreck. UBC Rec is the best way to get involved on campus and have new experiences. Continue your fun, active, and social lifestyle by joining a team or signing up for an event. More details at recreation.ubc.ca. Conservation is the first and best resource option for BC. Do your part. Turn off the lights when you leave a room and unplug your cell phone charger when charging is complete. Visit bchydro.com to find out more ways you can make a difference. This message brought to you by BC Hydro PowerSmart and CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. here at CITR Studio A as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics. Uh, we'll turn our attention now to volleyball. The Thunderbirds this past week 
uh, competing in their home opening conference games. Uh, they battled the Manitoba Bisons at War Memorial Gym. And for the T-Birds women's team, uh, they put out a solid effort to beat Manitoba in back-to-back matches. The T-Birds women's team uh, off to the 2-0 start uh, with back-to-back wins over Manitoba. And uh, Ola, this was your first uh, chance to see the Thunderbirds women's team play. What was your first impression of how they played? Uh, I mean, they played amazing. Um, this is way better than the start of their season last year. Um, I remember playing, you know, watching that uh, with some friends, and I think I've looked back, and uh, they played against McEwen University and uh, the Thompson Rivers University, which are like small teams compared to uh, the big powerhouses, and they uh, lost against them. But playing against Manitoba, which which won the um, CIS Nationals two years ago, uh, and winning in three sets for both of them was a considerable considerable performance uh, and a big change, a better change. Um, obviously, like they're still uh, one of like the dominant teams in the CIS and uh, Canada West, but. Um, it was nice to see them, you know, fare a little better than last year. Yeah, the Thunderbirds uh, had a particularly strong game from their leading outside attacker, Danielle Brisebois. Uh, she was tied with uh, her fellow outside attacker, Alyssa Coulter, for a uh, game-high 13 kills in the Saturday match over the Bisons. The T-Birds uh, won both Friday and Saturday over Manitoba in straight sets. Uh, they'll continue on their conference play next week in week three as they take on the Regina Cougars at Regina. Uh, that'll be tomorrow and Saturday. On the men's side, the T-Birds, the men's team were in tough against the very strong Manitoba Bison side and UBC were was uh, defeated by the Bisons in both matches. Uh, three sets of two, hotly contested match on Friday followed by a runaway of Bison's uh, victorious over UBC in straight sets on Saturday, three sets to none, but uh, we'll just point out the Thunderbirds highlights from both uh, matches. Uh, Irvine Brar in the uh, Friday match had a particularly strong performance uh, team high 20 kills over the five set match and the next match uh, he also was the leading attacker for UBC. Uh, 16 kills is by far the highest count of any UBC hitter and next week, the uh, Thunderbirds, uh, just like their women's counterpart, travel to Regions about the Cougars in search of their first uh, conference win in Week 3 action. And now we'll turn our attention over to basketball, staying on the hardwood. Uh, the T-Birds men's team this past week uh, playing in a couple of preseason games. Uh, first of all, last Saturday, they uh, played a NCAA rival, Seattle Mountaineers, with the Mountaineers beating UBC 92-89. And then a couple days ago, uh, the T-Birds renewed their crosstown rivalry, battling the Simon Fraser University clan from Burnaby. And, of course, SFU, uh, since uh, four seasons ago, converted into an NCAA Division II program. And all of this game, uh, Thunderbirds really had a... R- very good show for their home fans. Uh, T-Birds winning that game over the clan by 30 points and breaking the 100 mark as yeah. well, 101-71. What was your impression of the Thunderbirds men's team in that game? Well, I mean, this is the first time that UBC is facing off against SFU in nearly five years. Uh, the last time they played against each other um, in the Buchanan Cup was 2010. Uh, so it was kind of like a, a, like a fresh start to the UBC-SFU rivalry that uh, the fans have been kind of hoping for all season. Um, I mean, they've played in against other teams from the Ontario, um, Guelph, and Ottawa. 
uh, and they played against the Seattle Mountaineers. But uh, the SFU game kind of like uh, uh, serves as a very cool primer for uh, most of the Thunderbird fans this season. Uh, and the Thunderbirds uh, really outperformed the SFU clan uh, by a lot, nearly doubling their score at several points in the game. Uh, and they managed to keep like about a 30... 30 point lead the entire game so uh it was nice to see uh the ubc basketball team uh show up uh they we had um a player from the sfu team that also um brought his a game uh number 11 patrick simon and uh he uh really you could see the tension on the on the pitch on the the hardwood (laughs) you could see the tension on the hardwood as like the sfu players were all um feisty and uh bumping into each other the ubc players also like being ultra rough but uh it was still nice to see things end up being civil no fights uh and patrick simon uh the pressure of playing against his former team didn't crumble him so uh and he scored a very high amount of points that game yeah we'll also mention a very strong individual performance from jordan jensen white the t-bird's top scorer in the game 22 points of on 10 of 15 shooting from the field he looks to be very comfortable in his uh, newfound uh, shooting guard position uh, with a rookie point guard, Philip Jalapur, taking over the uh, number one guard position. I uh, will now also update you on uh, women's basketball. The Tebers this past week uh, on their home court uh, played two preseason games. Uh, first of all, last week, Thursday, uh, they lost to the Ryerson Rams 76-66. And then this past Sunday, they hosted the Western Mustangs in Western University, uh, defeated the UBC uh, um, 78-63. So the Thunderbirds still have a lot of work ahead of them in preseason play. Two more games before their conference opening game next week. Uh, first of all, tomorrow, uh, the Thunderbirds women's basketball team hosts the Thompson Rivers Wolfpack, a conference rival. Uh, 5 o'clock tip-off at War Memorial Gym, and then on Halloween Saturday, the T-Birds will tip off against the McEwen Griffins. Uh, uh, that team uh, will be uh, visiting from Ontario. And finally, we'll update uh, women's field hockey. The Thunderbirds varsity team uh, on their way to compete at the national championship tournament uh, to be hosted by University of Victoria next week, Thursday through Sunday. And the Thunderbirds quarterfinal matchup is still yet to be decided, but they will be joined by their Canada West Conference uh, competitor UVic Vikes in this tournament. Of course, the Vikes uh, have a berth in this tournament as the tournament host. And the T-Birds, of course, will be uh, trying to defend their national title from last year. Yeah, and uh, UBC T-Bird uh, field hockey player uh, Hannah Hahn was also named uh, Canada West Player of the Year uh, in field hockey uh, for after their uh, final uh, record uh, with I mean she also has nearly almost every uh, CIS or Canada West award so uh, the fourth year will probably be graduating with uh, enough honors to last a lifetime so yeah yeah that'll be exciting to see if the Thunderbirds can indeed uh, defend their championship title from last season uh, we'll probably uh, keep an eye on this tournament update uh, next week on our program as well as uh, we'll have the quarterfinal matchups uh, determined by then. But for now, that's our weekly update of Thunderbirds Varsity Sports here on Thunderbird Eye. Uh, stay tuned here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.